Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Everything we've done since training camp is we want to earn the right to be a playoff team. Richard Love save! Mike Smith, a game saver! And he got run over by Zach Cassian. He like one of those top teams, and we're working our way to that level. Carter McDavid danced around Morgan Ryan. Denied by Smith, who saves the game again. Josh Archibald wins the game! My message today is we're trying to win. One-timer score! Leon drives on the right circle! No risk, no game. And now we're going to have a goalie for action! This is NHL overtime! This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Leon Dreisaitl. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot Z-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Shed. along with Brendan Escott back in the 630 Chad Studios. Opening up with one of my favorite bands of all time, Journey. Brendan, tell us why. Uh, Steve Smith is the drummer of the band, Rock and Roll Hall of Famer. It's his birthday today. There we go. Um, were they really, you know, I don't know, bit of a change there ever since Steve Perry left, lead singer. Interesting character, by the way. Uh, this is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. Not Steve Smith. On top of being a uh, hard-hitting uh, wide receiver back in the day, also a great defenseman. 
and a, uh, a prominent uh, English footballer as well. It's remarkable how many different guys are named Steve Smith out there. I, I guess that's because the surname is Smith. This is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by Digitex. Buyer lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. It's a Friday. Uh, the day after the Calgary Flames eliminated last night in a bizarre uh, game against the Dallas Stars, there's already rumors circulating about significant uh, upheaval to occur regarding the uh, the hockey club that is the Calgary Flames. Elliot Friedman will discuss that coming down the pipe at 12.35 today. Uh, the Oilers have the 14th overall pick. A guy that might be in that range is Seth Jarvis of the Portland Winterhawks. Finished with 28 more points than anybody else on his team this past season. Uh, some people have compared him a bit to a Braden Point, Dylan Dubé type of player. Others have su- suggest he's more like Yamamoto. Uh, we'll talk to 2020 NHL draft prospect Seth Jarvis at 105. At 115, country music star Gord Bamford. I met him a number of years ago. Uh, he's a huge hockey fan. And Gord Bamford has been heavily involved uh with the drive for uh, the drive-in for mental health in uh, concert, a series of concerts with ATB uh, tomorrow. Uh, Gord Bamford will be up in Slave Lake at Sunset Place and next Saturday at the Edmonton Expo Center. So we'll talk to Gord, who's got a lot of connections in the hockey world uh, at 115 today. At 135, my play-by-play partner, Jack Michaels from the Oilers Radio Network. Here's how you get a hold of us. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree back up and at them. Over 1,350 slot machines, multiple dining options, including the brand-new Italia, the River Creek Resort Casino excitement. Bet on it. You can uh, text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Ashley Fine Floors ready for your kids' pregame warm up. We'll get into some comments as well from a former Calgary executive, Vancouver executive, Toronto executive, Hartford executive, Brian Burke, who uh, is brought to you every Thursday in Oilers Now by Canadian Power Pack. We'll get into the Oilers Now audio vault in this segment. But before we do, just recapping what was a crazy game last night, Brendan. The Calgary Flames came out, down three games to two in the series, like a house on fire out of the gate, pumped three past Anton Hudobin. And, uh, you know, looked like the Dallas Stars, Rick Boness, uh, that group was in a little bit of trouble. And it, uh, Milan Lucic, kind of a ticky tack, uh, roughing call, I thought, in front of Lynette. Dallas gets on a power play. Hayskinen, who was brilliant in the series, uh, you know, makes a play. It's a 3 1 game. And then the wheels came off in the second period. It was unbelievable. Uh, Cam Talbot definitely, I mean, Cam Talbot went into that game last night with a 934 save percentage. By the way, he was 924 when the Oilers went seven games against Anaheim as well and lost 2-1 in game seven uh, down in uh, the Honda Center back in 2017. 934 save percentage. The second goal was a terrible goal. Talbot would be the first to admit to it. Maybe a slow reaction, but a double deflection on the third goal. I don't know about you, Brennan. Look, I, I I appreciate Jeff Ward. Jeff Ward was with the Oilers organization for a number of years. He coached their farm team back in 0405, uh, the Edmonton Roadrunners, when we had the NHL lockout. He's a great guy. I was stunned he pulled Cam Talbot at that point in a 3-3 game and went with David Riddick. David Riddick had not played a serious game, uh, you know, a real game in five months. And the look on the faces of the players on the Calgary bench, um, 
Crazy. Dallas goes up 4-3. Riddick directly involved in both the fifth and sixth goals against the end of the period. You could see uh, Riddick skate off the ice, and the ward was kind of looking away and just the look on the Flames' face. I know for a lot of you Oilers fans, you don't like the Flames. I get it. That's part of a rivalry. I still got to say it. I was stunned Jeff Ward made the change. Others have justified it. I get that, but... When a guy's got a 934 save percentage and he's your guy, sometimes you got to stick with, with him. I'll, I'll give you another illustration. And I'm not calling Cam Talbot a Hall of Famer, but Fernando Valenzuela was a heck of a pitcher, as most of you know, and took Major League Baseball in storm. And in the World Series, he had a tough outing. And I think he gave up four or five runs, and Tommy Lasorda just stuck with him and pitched through it, and the team rallied around him. And, you know, all of the games he helped them win to get there, they helped pick him up. And I just, I don't know about you, Brandon, but for me, I was in shock that Jeff went that route, especially given the fact that David Riddick hadn't played forever. Now, we found out after uh, Talbot, you know, went by himself for a while. The plan was to bring, according to Jeff Ward, to bring Talbot back quicker than they did. Uh, but a very perplexing sequence of moves. Give me your thoughts. Oh, man, that just, it ended up being sort of a worst-case scenario game for Calgary, and the wind beneath their wings all series long has been missing, and that obviously is Matthew Kachuk. It's it's funny, Bob, I was having this conversation last night with Quinn Phillips and, and just talking about how obvious it is now who's the real catalyst of that Calgary team, and you know, unfortunately, it couldn't have been Cam Talbot against the world, and it was. Um, but they just didn't look tough enough in front of their own net, Bob. I mean, they're slashing down. I think uh, Faxa got a goal in there, just sort of a loose puck in the crease, poked it right over the goal line. You know, it, just, it wasn't dialed in enough for me for Calgary. They looked yeah. like a team in a bit of disarray, I well, would say. Well, who did they not have for the last four games of the series? Yeah, it's been Kachuk. And what did Brian Burke say yesterday? He drags you into the fight. And, and Oilers fans of look, I mean, Edmonton, Matthew Kachuk was winning a Memorial Cup in Red Deer. I remember talking to Cam Moon after that game. I'm like, how do you pass on that guy at four? That guy's a hell of a player. Like, he's in everything. And uh, was, you know, on a line with Dvorak and Marner. And the reason that line was so effective, because Matthew Kachuk was limping around like Tony Gabriel in that great cup against the Eskimos in uh, in 81 when he was hurt. You know, and, and Kachuk was coming off bad high ankle sprain. Like, he brings it. He's in the mix. It's actually improving as a fighter a bit, too, by the way. It's kind of ironic how it all worked out. I mean, you think of Matthew Kachuk injuring Mark Shifley. Uh, then they play Dallas, and uh, Jamie Ben gives him the tickler uh, earlier in the game, and then they, he gets the uh, you know the Marachi crunch there when he gets uh, sandwiched in between Jamie Ben and Jamie Alexiak. The series turned at that point for me. Calgary was not the same hockey club. Uh, Johnny Goodrow, Sean Monahan, six games played, zero even strength points. I mean, we've talked in the past about the Oilers, Nugent Hopkins, Everle, Lucci, Chapuliat, $22 million worth of salaries back in the uh, uh, 17 playoff series against Anaheim. The Oilers lost three one-goal games to the Ducks. Those guys didn't score an even strength goal. If they score an even strength goal, you know, when it's 3-3 in, uh, what was it, game number three at Edmonton, or if they score an even strength goal, uh, you know, Dallas won an overtime game. Uh, what was it, game four and game five? Dallas won an overtime. Both. Give, I mean, if those guys break through and score, it's a different series. Same can be said for Calgary, but they definitely missed Matthew Kachuk. I felt bad for Cam Talbot after I really did. It's hard not to like the guy. 
I, I really, it, I've been to Manitowoc, Ontario. It is in the middle of nowhere. It's, you know, it's a great story with Jeff Ward finally getting that opportunity. That was a tough call, and it came back to bite the flames ultimately. And yes, I know they got out of the qualifier. They did. Do they get out of the qualifier if Shifley and Liney aren't hurt for uh, the Winnipeg Jets? Fans in Winnipeg would say no. And we just saw with Calgary losing the impact of uh, Kachuk, it happens. All right, let's get to a bunch of other things very quickly. Joachim Nygaard uh, will start the year in Farstad. Uh, he had three goals, nine points in 33 games, uh, missed a bunch of games due to a rib injury, and then broke his hand in a game at the end of the month in January against the Calgary Flames back in January 29th. Had surgery. Uh, you know, I think the owners were hopeful when we got into return to play that he could give them an option on the wing. The twitch wasn't there. Like, he looked like he was still having problems. And so it's good that he's going to get a chance to play in Farstead to start the season because he's on a one-way contract next year. He was on a two-way this year. He's on a one-way. The owners need this guy to be an option as a as a potential bottom six left wing. Mark Spector reporting yesterday, uh, yes, Apoliarvi could be headed to a return for training camp. It's an optimistic perspective to have. Uh, time will tell in that regard, regarding Paul Yarvey. Uh, I mean, you can't pay him as an example what a guy like Josh Archibald's getting because Archibald's, you know, what he gave the orders last year was penalty killing and support scoring and a guy that can move up and down the lineup here. So Paul Yarvey's going to have to come in and earn it a little bit. Uh, we'll see if that ultimately does come to fruition. Miko Koskinen, of course, the goal. I know there's been a lot of talk on the Oilers goaltender. I'll mention this once. I'll mention this uh, 50 times. Uh, Look, Koskinen's got two years left. He had a 9.17 save percentage last season. Mike Smith, unrestricted free agent. The Oilers obviously are either going to trade for a goalie or bring in an unrestricted free agent as their second goaltender. My belief is you will be looking at a uh, goaltender on the farm likely even on an NHL contract, could be on a one-way deal that has uh, at least a few games worth of NHL experience and definitely an AHL veteran goaltender. They lacked that last year down in Bakersfield. Brendan, did you see some of the comments out there regarding Connor McDavid and Nathan McKinnon? And the suggestion that Nathan McKinnon's a better player than Connor McDavid. Unfortunately, I did. Um, what do you What do you think? Of, I, more time goes on, the more that I think that there can be a case made, at least in you know the short sighted future. That's yeah. all I see it. Uh, you know what? Here's the deal: Colorado's a better team than Edmonton. That's that's the biggest thing. Like, yeah, McKinnon looks pretty good, and Colorado's flying. And and some of you would say, no, McDavid's got a will and make everybody else on the team better. Uh, McKinnon was drafted in 2013. Connor was drafted in 2015. Nobody was saying that in 16, 17 when McKinnon went through a tough year. He's an absolute drive. Nathan McKinnon is no worse than the third best player in the NHL right now. But McDavid still, because of just the the, the physical explosiveness, has to be considered number one. I know I put a tweet out. Just it's ironic they it, it hasn't been close. You know, like when the Oilers have played Pittsburgh, McDavid's outproduced Sidney Crosby, but Pittsburgh's won the games. Um, McKinnon and, and McDavid have met eleven times in their NHL career. The Oilers are seven three and one. Connor McDavid has nine goals and twenty points in those eleven games that they've met head-to-head. By my count, he's been first star in five of the 11 games head-to-head. McKinnon's got three goals and 11 points in those 11 games, and the orders have run him a bit. Matt Minning uh, crushed him a couple years ago in Colorado, and as we all know, Zach Cassian this year just railroaded him. All right, let's get into uh, orders now. Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray. Online at directworkwear.com. 
this year's UFA class, and <laughs> who knows what's going to happen. I mean, there's people in Calgary that think Johnny Goodrow is going to get traded to New Jersey. The Flames will sign Taylor Hall. That is a feasible option. I think Taylor Hall would probably, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not tight with Taylor, but I would. it would not surprise me, knowing how he's driven, that he would probably like to play in Canada or play where hockey matters. Brian Burke had this to say in the UFA class being hurt by the fact that we got a flat cap next year and maybe more moving forward. Well, I, I think that class, including Petrangelo and Krug and a bunch of other guys, I think they're all going to get compacted by the flat cap. I, I think you're going to see teams very reluctant to give term and very reluctant to give big dough. And I think I feel badly for these guys because to get to unrestricted free agency is not easy. You got to play that last year with the risk of injury, blow out your knee, you don't get the big dough, and, and they get their chance. And, you know, I look at a guy like Petrangelo, he's done everything right. Been a durable player, a good guy, won a cup. He's given St. Louis everything he owes them, and now it's his turn to step up to the bank teller. The bank teller is going to put a sign up that says "gone for lunch," <laughs> and he's going to end up with less term and less money than he would have. But that's going to be it going forward. As my prediction is, the, the teams are—they're talking flat cap for two years, Bob. It's going to be a flat cap for five years. It's going to be a flat cap, and they're taking a thirty percent rollback this year: ten percent deferral, and twenty percent cap on escrow. Well, escrow is going to be forty percent. So the cap's 20. That's long gone. So they're, they're taking a 30% pay cut this year. It's not a good year to be a UFA. There you go. That is Brian Burke. It's 12:23 in Edmonton when we return in Oilers now. We'll have NHL today for elite promotional marketing and talk a bit about uh, just a one-game suspension for Matt Niskanen. Come on, man. This is Oilers now. Hi, this is Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6.30 Chad. Thanks a lot, Leon. Let's go to NHL today at 1226. It's brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromotionalMarketing.com. Now, as many of you know, yesterday, the Philadelphia Flyers' Matt Niskanen was suspended just one game for breaking the jaw of Brendan Gallagher. Uh, tough to understand NHL suspensions at times. I mean, Connor McDavid got the if you if you get a guy clip a guy shoulder or whatever, and it's a headshot in the regular season, it's two game suspension. Matt Niskanen cross checked Sidney Crosby right in the face in 2017. Now he got a major penalty in the game, no suspension. Matt Niskanen cross checks Brendan Gallagher right in the face, breaks his jaw and only gets one game suspension. So you can shoulder clip a guy and get a two-game hit. That's an automatic in the regular season. But a cross-check to the face, which is the league so worried about fighting and eliminating positions like enforcers, and now we have a graduated scale of guys that run around and are sticked up in the league. Oh, man, I'm telling you, I just don't get it. Let's get to the rest of NHL today. Elite promotional marketing, Brendan Escott. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad you feel the same way, Bob, because I, I was pretty pissed off when I saw that last night. Just based on, like, he cocked back and then drove through on that. You're going to tell me there's there's no intent? Come on, I don't know. Anyway. Hey, Brendan, Brendan. Yeah. I grew when I grew up, and I was like you know five eleven, one seventy five, one eighty at like fourteen, fifteen. If I ran around and we played St. Albert, and they used to destroy us like eight two nine one every game. They had Viverot, they had Todd Ewan. If you ran around, you were going to pay for it. 
you know, if you cross-checked a guy or stuck a guy late, same if you went, you know, if we played Red Deer, they used to just destroy us. And they had uh, Mark Tenorti, and he was huge. And he'd, you know, he'd crush you. And that aspect in the game is pretty much gone these days. And and the league's kind of legislated that out of the game a bit. And the end result is there's some guys that do some really cheap things to get away with it. All right, go for it. There yes, it's stick tough. I like that description. Um, yeah. But, yeah, Dallas bounced Calgary, as we know, a statement 7-3 win last night in Game 6. That sets up a Round 2 matchup. Uh, game 1 is going tomorrow between the Avalanche and the Dallas Stars, it looks like, and that is a 6 what? o'clock puck drop our It's time. going tomorrow already? Yeah, begins oh. Saturday, August 22nd. Just hot off the press right here five minutes ago. So but there the St. Louis-Vancouver series isn't over yet. Yeah, I know, right? But it could be tonight as the Canucks can oust the defending cup champion Blues in Game 6. Flyers trying to knock off Montreal, who, as we mentioned, will be without Brendan Gallagher. The Penguins inked Arizona State defenseman uh, Josh Maniscalco to a three-year entry-level deal. 21-year-old right-shot puck mover. He had 32 points in 36 games last year. And Wichita Kansas, a finalist for Kraft Hockeyville USA. Why does that matter? Well, because, of course, the Wichita Thunder is the East Coast affiliate of the Oilers. All right, it's 1229 in Edmonton. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Kerry McAfee. When we come back for the River Cree Resort Casino, Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers. This is Oilers Now. And video to the public. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.